welcome to the Lifehouse Church Beloved Podcast. My name is Lena Hobson and I'm here with Carolyn Thomas and Olivia Blackie. How are you going, girls? Hello. Good, thank you. Since <laughs> I get mocked every time I say I'm well. <laughs> oh, so proper. Um, so we're in the midst of our series on the commands of Jesus. So we, we've looked at, um, in the last few weeks, we've looked at salt and lime, we've looked at bitterness or offence and last week we looked at forgiveness Um, and we spoke about how forgiveness is not an emotion it's an actual choice and it's more than a a few simple words I forgive you we actually choose to forgive someone and completely release them of all wrongdoing that they've done against us you know we don't hold up onto the you know we don't store it up the memory to pull out next time we have an argument it's completely gone Um, from our life and that's something that we choose to operate in um, and maintain that forgiveness and I think when we're saying it's a choice we're not meaning you have a choice as to whether or not you're (laughs) going to forgive it is mandatory but you know it's not not about I feel like doing it or I don't I'm just gonna yeah so it is is mandatory yeah all right so today we're talking about the wise and foolish builders which is um from the parable in matthew seven twenty four to 27 which says therefore everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock the rain came down the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against that house yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock but everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who builds who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. Mm. So, what does that mean? Well, I think we've got to remember as well, I mean, Jesus, um, you know, when he spoke, he obviously spoke about stuff that the people could relate to and would understand. And and what he was talking about here is that, you know, in, in Palestine, when they were building, the builder had to think ahead because there were lots of gullies um, and in summer they were lovely, they were pleasant, um, sandy hollows, but in winter those same things would turn into a rushing torrent of rushing water. Um, so I think he's using that illustration to talk about, of course, your foundation, which we'll get onto, but also not being short-sighted as well, you know, just really looking long-term. Yeah. Mm. Big picture living. Definitely. Yeah, so a metaphor for if we build our life on Jesus, on the Word... You know, we yeah. will be safe, we'll be secure, we will be strong and survive. But if we build our life on the the shifting sands of the world, yep. um, our life will collapse. Yep. Yeah. And um, I get, you know, it's obedience as well, putting his words into practice, actually doing what he says. And as you said, Lena, only a house that's got firm foundations can stand. And our life needs to have that solid foundation. And, and it's only found... Um, in Jesus because you know what Jesus is the only thing in our world that is stable that's unshifting and unchanging everything else is shifting and changing and and he's also that's outside of ourselves it's absolute truth it's not anything constructed by us um, that foundation it's something you know that's solid and um, you know just he, he he's relating it to that because as a house can only withstand the storm if it's got that firm foundation it's the same our lives can only withstand withstand all the trials and difficulties that are going to come if Jesus is our centre yeah. our foundation that we're based on him and the word tells us in him we live and move and have our being so really he is central to everything and if we don't have that we don't have that stability 
Definitely. I think sand, like, sand gives and takes. Mm. Like, it compromises. Whereas, so, like, if you're compromising, it means you're compromising your position in God or your standards, your righteous standards, whereas the rock does not compromise. It does not fall to the pattern of the world. And I see that a lot in this world, like, people who like go yep I'm a Christian I want to live for God but they compromise and you can tell they don't have that discipleship training or the the proper teaching and they don't have that in their heart because as soon as crisis hits yeah it just all falls away from underneath them and that's it I love that that you said about the sand and rock that's really Mm. a good point yeah so um Jesus highlights two things in this passage um we should listen everyone who hears these words mind what what does that mean and then we should do so let's talk about um we should listen everyone who hears these words of mine what does that mean for us as christians well i mean i think that listening it's it's not just like hearing in terms of just yeah hear noise or ever listening it's more it's it's actually paying attention to and giving your attention to it um, and, and that's what he says if you hear these words you need to then it goes on put them into practice so um, it's actually application isn't it doing something with it and again the whole reason for this is that we need to know what he said so that we know what it is that we're going to be listening need to listen to and and I think that's the thing as well with the world you know if if people listen and give someone a chance to speak and actually explain their view or whatever but they don't even give Jesus that chance Mm-hmm. You know, and if you actually listened and heard what he's saying and took it on board, it's going to change your life. Yeah. yeah um, and we need to put his words into practice. Um, so, you know, if we don't actually hear and then apply mm. <laughs> the word, like that missing connection, yeah. <laughs> doesn't really matter what we've heard if we're not actually applying it. Um, and I think you know, if we don't sorry, if we don't hear and then yeah. heed it and then do it, mm. you know, our life will have no foundation. Mm. And you won't have growth. That's where we talked in the first one, I think, about people can sit in a church for forty years or even be one year old in terms of maturity and that's what it's all down to. It's down to yeah. just that, like you're hearing the word. They kind of been sitting hearing it for 40 years, but they're not doing it, not actually putting it into practice. Because if you put it into practice, you will grow. It's going to just be an absolute um, natural um, offspring of putting the word, you know, into practice. If you put it in, it is gonna, you are gonna grow. And um, James one twenty two to twenty four is that verse that you're talking about. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's interesting. Deceive yourself. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror, and after looking at himself, goes and immediately forgets what he looks like. And, you know, knowledge is only relevant when we put it into practice. So you can have all the knowledge in in the world of the thing. You can be very knowledgeable about scripture. You could go and write exams on it and pass and do really well, but it doesn't mean you're a Christian. Satan has got better knowledge of the scriptures than we have. Um, It's just like sitting in a garage isn't going to make your car do something with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think to listen you have to hear his words and it has to go into your heart yes. not just in one ear and out the other <laughs> yeah yep. well if you're just sitting there and hearing it not doing anything about it too it's just like creating deaf ears for yourself aren't you mm, yeah and we were Lena and I were talking about something similar about the other day when we were talking about like 
if you just um, if it's not going into your spirit then you're just going to be drawn to stuff that is just going to um, sort of satisfy your your soul your emotions yeah and and your you know your mind but it's not going into heart level because it's only when it's um, going into your actual spirit or your heart that's going to bring conviction and change otherwise it's not going to if it's just received on a soul level all the time hearing what you want to hear um, not what you need to hear yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I've got a nice little quote here have we got time for me to read a quote here yeah okay again from Barclays it says knowledge must become action theory must become practice theology must become life there's little point in going to a doctor unless we do the things we hear him say to us there's little point in going to an expert unless we are prepared to act upon his advice and yet there are thousands of people who listen to the teachings of Jesus Christ every Sunday and who have a very good knowledge of what Jesus taught and yet who make little or no deliberate attempt to put it into practice. If we are to be in any sense followers of Jesus, we must hear and do. And you know, hearing and doing is just summed up in one word and that word is obedience. Mm. Yep, I mean it's foundational principle for being a Christian. Yep. 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 I think obedience comes with maturity because, you know, when yeah. you're a little kid and you get the... I remember watching, like... Did you guys ever watch The Donut Man? No. Okay, it was, like, this Christian, like, kids chasing <laughs> and they sang all these songs and stuff and they was like, O-B-E-Y, <laughs> You know, it's that thing that you have to learn and be brought into in maturity because sometimes it's it's hard work it goes against yeah what you want it's about doing and being bringing yourself into alignment yeah. with the word yeah denying yeah. self yeah there's uh, i won't read this one it's too long but there's uh, another little story here about sally who was in the navy and he got punished um for breach of discipline and some people thought that the punishment was too severe and um there was a, you know, the newspapers asked the readers what their opinion was, and there was someone who'd been in the navy himself, and he he said no, it wasn't too severe because that absolute discipline was essential. Um, and he tells a story of where he was on on a vessel in a rough sea, and um, one of the there was a wire that actually broke loose, and um, so when they were, you know, the commander just shouted down. And they instantly all dropped. And if they hadn't, like some of them would have got decapitated yeah. by that wire. And so that instant obedience actually saved their lives. They didn't stop to argue or ask why. And, you know, that's the obedience that Jesus demands of us. It's the same, you know, when we bring up our kids. Um, we talk about, you know, there's certain times, yes, we may be able to give them the one, two, three. But there's also where we need that instant obedience. Um, you know, David always had a whistle for Callan and somebody like, ooh. But it was like if he was going to go and run into the road, yeah. he needed to have a signal that it was like if it was stop in a certain time or whatever, there was instant obedience, yeah. um, you know, for that kind of thing. And that's what Jesus requires of us. And, and I think as well it's knowing, you know, if you're in that personal relationship with him, you do know his heart towards you. And so he wouldn't be demanding of you just because he's just trying to be this big, stern, angry God. It's because, again, it's out of love for you and knowing what is best for you. Um, and if we really can get into a place of doing you know, that obedience, we are going to enjoy so much more blessing and favour because it's going to benefit us. Yeah, it's not like God's on a power trip. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he knows what's best. That's right, mm-hmm. yeah. And if we can just 
give up our rights and all that arguing and oh why or whatever well it's really because I'm the dad and I said so basically you don't <laughs> yeah. need to and then story <laughs> yeah and that's the thing and you know there's nothing wrong with that I say to people as well the young kids it's like you don't need to explain yourself it's like yeah because I'm the mum or dad and I said so and you know that training of them there as well helps for later as well when they're not going to reject or question the ultimate authority so yeah yeah obedience yeah so, what does the storm represent in the story? Crisis. Mm. Crisis moment in your life. Challenging times. Yep. Yep. I'm just being battered by the world. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, I've said the same. It's any trials, difficulties, life circumstances, attack as well from the enemy. And, you know, the thing is as well that it's only through crisis and difficulty um, and adversity that you do develop character. So, it's definitely coming. Um, your way so you know it's not something we can avoid either so yeah just having that firm foundation when that happens being able to stand yeah definitely and seeing the bigger picture and knowing there's more behind it and knowing the one who is behind it as well it's you know that's yeah that's a big one mm-hmm. so what does it mean that the man's house fell while the others stood firm in a spiritual sense well, I think if our lives are not founded on Jesus, so in other words, we're not in personal relationship because just knowing him, knowing about him is not the same as knowing him and being founded on him, then we won't stand and we will collapse under pressure and under circumstances and we're going to fall into sin. Um, and, and the biggest thing we fall into as well, if we don't have him as our foundation, um, the biggest thing we're going to fall into is control. I think because you're going to try to protect yourself, control and manipulation and carnal ways because then you will look for your security um, in things that you can provide for yourself, you know, whether it be in material stuff or in other things. Um, and then if our personal relationship is in Christ, then our lives will stand under pressure because we know that, um, you know, even though it's difficult, that we can see, we know his heart towards us, we know that he turns all things to good and we'll develop character and we'll get through and we'll learn from it. And our security is going to be Christ and our identity will be in him and we see him as our support and our source. So I think that's the difference there. Sorry, didn't I <laughs> say too much? No, no, you good? Good. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Move on to the next question. <laughs> I, am, I am doing um, summarising at the moment with the kids as a strategy, you know, so I'm sorry if I just summarised all your <laughs> <laughs> Um Okay, so it's pretty important then knowing what Jesus commands mm. and putting mm. it into practice. So, right, Why? <laughs> Well, I'll let you two talk first, so don't um, yeah. go for it. <laughs> well, you know, it's going to save your life, isn't it? It's like yeah. this, the Navy story, just like that's why in the midst of war, in the midst of battle, instant obedience. So mm. yeah. we are safe from danger and it keeps us doing what the rest of the company is doing. And, and it, it comes down to trusting, doesn't it, as well? Trusting your commander. You know, if you're in the That's Navy, we're trusting the orders that are coming. You know. So trusting God and then also, you know, I guess trusting as well um, leadership that over you if you take in direction. And it's a big thing for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, especially yeah. when you don't know what's around mm. the corner. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think, like, 
God created us, God gave us this life and said, I want you to have this life to the full. Mm. And then he said, look, I'm going to give you some instructions yeah. how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so why would we not want to follow that? Yeah, and if you want yeah. the best out of it, like you said, yeah. maximise it, this is the best way. So just yeah. um, and, and that's the thing because you know what? We're talking about, oh, you know, it's not hard, or maybe it's hard to do, it's hard to swallow or, or whatever. But you know what, really, we complicate things. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, our pride comes in, like, and that's why we think it's hard to. But really, if we really could get to grips with living according to the word, it is actually just, it makes things more simple. Simple, yes. And it's yes. less complicated, and we actually end up complicating him. Yeah. Complicating him. Yeah, we do complicate him as well. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so it's those things that we've said why it's important. It's, it's just it's a discipleship, becoming like Jesus. So that means obedience, hearing and doing. And if we don't know what he's commanded, then we ain't going to be able to do it, are we? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then uh, that personal relationship with Jesus. And we've, we've read before, I think, 1 John 2, 3 to 6. We know that we have come to know him if we keep his commands. Mm. Whoever says, I know him, but does not do what he commands is a liar, and the truth is not in that person. But if anyone obeys his word, love for God is truly made complete in them. This is how we know we are in him. We, whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. Mm. And then, um, yeah, so your foundation is going to be firm if you have that personal relationship with Jesus. And as we just read there, shine your love. And again, John fourteen twenty three. anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. Now listen to this promise. My Father will love them and we will come to them and make our home with them. That's pretty yeah. awesome, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So that's all that I have there, yeah. Um, and shall we just um, leave with a challenge? Yeah. Uh, I, I think the challenge that I would say is go and think about it and choose something that you can actually apply to your life, an actual action, something that you're going to actually do this week. Yeah. conscious decision yeah. of go and look at the commands of Jesus and I mean you know there's lots in the Bible we've highly touched on you know we've only touched on four and there's so yeah. many you read all the um, you know all the gospels it's full of Jesus speaking so go and find one of those commands in there that you actually maybe you know need to work on or just one that yeah I'm going to actually practically go and do this command this week Yeah. see what the results are it'll be interesting yeah definitely good Fun. <laughs> all right, that's um, that's all from us this week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our podcast, and yeah, we just really pray that um, through this series, that you're just encouraged in your faith, and um, you know, convicted too, that you may be set free. Um, yeah, that's our, our prayer for you. Um, so if you would like to. Um, contact us you can jump onto our website www.life-house.net or you can find us on facebook um, slash lifehouse ministries that's all from us see See you next time